right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Higher Journeys. I'm Alexis Brooks and so glad to be back with you this week. If you happen to see my interview back in January with PMH Atwater, world-renowned near-death experiencer and researcher and professional astrologer, particularly if you happen to see that uh, January interview after March, let's say, or even April, the hairs on your arm, like they have been with mine, would be standing on end. Because PMH Atwater, to this day, I have never seen anyone speak specifically to what we're going through right now, back in January, with extraordinary detail. I wanted to have PMH Atwater back on the show today because I I still uh, have so many questions as to not only her insight into how she was able to procure uh, the details about what would eventually unfold for us a couple of months later, but where we're going from here. What does this all mean? And uh, like only PMH Atwater can do in her own very, very definitive style. She nails it once again as to uh, what she sees on the horizon, what this all denotes. Are we living in, we've heard this term new normal, I think probably way more than we need need to be hearing it, but what is this really all about? Uh, Is there anything that's really new under the sun? Are we, will there be a return to uh, normal as we know it? I think a lot of you know the answer to that, but listen to what PMH Atwater had to say about this and so much more. In this my latest interview with the incredible Ms. Atwater. You know, PMH Atwater, I've been chomping at the bit for this day, even though I kind of, I didn't really give you a ton of notice, but I've been kind of thinking I have to have PMH back on after the most absolutely fascinating dialogue that we had back in January. It seems like we were on another earth at another time except for some reason you were able to, what did I say earlier? I I put a little post on Instagram where I said my friend PMH Atwater plugged in and plucked out details, not just themes, but specifics about what was to come about two months later. And so here we are. Journeyers, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm I'm also going to put this out because I always forget to say this. If you haven't subscribed to Higher Journeys on YouTube, please do so now because we've got such a phenomenal catalog, obviously shows to come, but a catalog, one of which is my dear friend that you're looking at right now. I'm not just doing a shame, shameless plug. I'm talking about a woman, and I know you're not going to take credit for this PMH you said on email. I'm not a forecaster, a predictor, or whatever. Whatever it is you are, you plugged in, and that's what we're here to talk about how you could, and I'm going to bring up some specific things that you pointed out that we would be facing spot on back in January that we wouldn't see come to fruition until beginning uh, beginning in mid-March. So with that, let me first say welcome before I can just, I can chatter away, just singing your praises all day. Welcome back, PMH Atwater. How the heck are you? Good to be here. Good to be here. <laughs> Doesn't she look good in her pink t-shirt? <laughs> I love it. We're not here to talk about the pink t-shirt. We're going to get right into this. Let's do this. Like I said, you were back. You were, uh, well, I should say back because you've been on the show so many times, but you you graced us with your presence back in January of 2020. The impetus, were there were a couple of things I wanted to talk about. We had just, we're just on the heels of the death of Kobe Bryant. 
how and, and I did want to get your way in from a from a uh, sort of symbol symbology uh, perspective of what that meant. But we quickly went into what happened on January 12th, the conjunction that you called and I'm going to quote a frightening trigger that would lead to some very odd and unusual things for some people. It would be frightening for others. Exciting. Let's continue down that road. PMH. This is now you're looking in the rearview mirror what you said. And now here we are. Did you even think that you would hit it this spot on? The trigger was planetary. It, it was for everybody. Our world is going through immense changes. That was the trigger for the big ones. So we're, we're in that um, framework now. We will continue to be there um, for years and years and years. So what I was trying to um, help people to realize is that the cycles have changed. The way we live within those cycles has altered. And so life, as always, is gone. So we're now in a new world, literally. We're now in a new vibration. We're now in a new way of living. It is not settled. So that means that it's going to be constantly altering. There is no new normal. It is a constantly altering and changing normal. And the normal is that it's constantly changing. That's the normal. Um, it's, an, it's not a flat line. It's not a steady. Rather, it is that altering. Sort of like um, a, a circus wheel. A, 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 it's just going to keep going in, around and around and, and changing and altering. And, and, and at the very core of us, the very center of us is, is saying, wait a minute here, wait a minute, slow down. We want to be able to figure this out. We want to be able to understand it. And it doesn't. It just keeps flipping and it just keeps changing. We have protests now. Uh, we have riots. We have anger. Um, it, it's, it's like the whole world is good it's 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 just insane well it's not insane what we are captured in now what what we are living in now is 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 a roller coaster that's going to continue rolling so my way of looking at this is okay the, tr the, tr the trigger was basically mid-January. So we, we know now we're there. So my way of thinking is, okay, we know now that the world has altered 
and that it will continue to alter. Why don't we then learn skills that help us handle that kind of movement, that kind of reality, that kind of energy? Like what? Um, like what? Well, all of the cycles have changed. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, long ago I used to be a, a professional astrologer, and after I died, um, astrology changed for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now um, cycles, for me, it's more a matter of feeling, it's more a matter of smelling, it's more a matter of rhythm, it's more a matter of looking and feeling what's going on now and 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 altering um and turning around and 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 figuring out how 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 am i going to move through this day how am i going to move through this week it's not a matter of how i'm going to move through this month right because it's smaller than that it's like day by day. It's like week by week. So what am I going to do? Uh, let me give you a, a quick example. Uh, and that is we, we had the ducts cleaned in our home. That is to say the circulatory system of the furnace. And um, the, the, the people that came out, two guys that came out to do it, uh, one had never done it before. One had only done it once, and 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 the company uh, um, was not prepared. They didn't know. Um, they somehow made a mistake. So these two men came out who didn't know what they were to, what they were doing. So they spent two hours uh, of 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 shooting. Um, stones and sand and lint all over our house four floors everything in it i i mean we couldn't even go to bed that night because it's, you know uh, uh, the cover of our bed <laughs> was just uh, it's like, like a sandy beach uh, <laughs> and so it was horrible so the, so the first thing you do is you honor you you honor the the body you're living in you honor your nervous system. You honor. Uh, um, you honor what you're made of, and you honor yourself. And so, to honor myself, I was enraged. Well, what is the? What is it? What is a constructive way of honoring my rage? So I called up the uh, the company. And I told them what, what what happened, and and then I allowed myself to scream and scream and scream and scream into the telephone. Well, lo and behold, the people recorded it. That <laughs> scream, scream, to you know, uh, to all the employees as a lesson in uh, what goes wrong if you don't do things right. So after I screamed, I felt good. You know, I, I released everything. It was all over. I didn't hurt anybody. 
so I, uh, I very calmly ate a lunch. <laughs> and then after my lunch, I very calmly decided, okay, what do I do now? Oh, I know what I can do. I can become an Amazon. <laughs> so I became, literally, I became, I became an Amazon. Right. So let me ask you a question. I'm going to stop you there because I know where you're going, but I want to make sure the journeyers are picking this up and they probably do. So your message to them is, and let me just, let me just uh, add this and maybe correct me if, if I'm off, because a lot of people are being triggered these days. And because typically we're told, hold those emotions in. Are you saying that in times like these, feel what you need to feel, do what you need to do, scream if you need to scream? Absolutely. There we go. You have to honor your your body, your your mind, your brain, your gut. You've got to honor that, but in a way that doesn't hurt others. Mm. There we so go. So I did that. I absolutely did that, and uh, and then I honored myself because I could not live with that mess. Of course not. So how could I clean it up uh, in a way that wouldn't hurt me? Or anyone else for that matter. Right. So I became an Amazon, literally. And I cleaned up my house. And by the, uh, the next day then, I was fine. I didn't hurt myself. I honored myself. I honored them by by showing them what their people had done right so so everything was positive it was a disaster that was positive mm-hmm. a lot of good came from that disaster this is what i'm inv- inviting people people um to be aware of to think of to uh um um, to know about, because we're now in the middle of so much anger. Um, look at your newspaper today. Uh, look at the news. Look at, uh, you know, wherever you want to go. Right. People screaming at each other. They're absolutely screaming at but each other. But the difference is they're hurting. Oh, there are a lot, there's a lot of uh, hurt that's going on. People are hurting other people. So. Oh. Yeah, of course it is. Well, and what happened to me was real. It's all very real. Uh, um, they've been cooped up for a long time. Yes. They've got to express that. Um, they're hungry. Um, you know, no job, no money. What are you going to do? You, 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 you have the right to scream. Okay, you take care of yourself first, the survival skills. You take care of your, your situation, and then you calm down and realize, if you can, that um, you're in the middle of a cycle that is not going to change or alter just because you want it to, just because you can't handle it anymore. Therefore... You got to learn. You got to learn those skills. You need to learn. Ah, 
You need to learn how to handle your own mind, how to handle your own nervous system, how to handle your own needs. Mm -hmm. And that includes looking around to various people who might be able to help you. But number one, um, number one is your own mind and your own heart and your own soul. Mm. And the best way to handle that is if you if you're anywhere near a lawn, or if you if you, if you're anywhere near dirt where you can do something like like this get down on your tummy and scream at at the dirt <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. because the land mother earth can handle your anger you've said this many times i just referenced that by the way my dear in my last conscious commentary in the garden i think you use the word composting and i always stuck with that, that the earth has the ability to take unto itself your problems and compost it and return it back as fertile soil for you to plant new seeds. Let me ask you this question, because you're, you're hitting some really great points, but I want to go go back to a few points that you made or comments, remarks from January. Here's one, change or die. Now, I think you were referencing this Pluto return that I believe is underway. And you, you talked about the features of Pluto and how it applies to our country. You've, you said back then that our constitution would be challenged. Look at what we're dealing with right now. So talk about that a little bit. Change or die. That's a pretty blunt reality check. But in the midst of what you're saying is not is going to be unrelenting for, for years. Put that in the context. When you say change or die, are you talking about the country are you talking about the macro and the, the micro, us as individuals, as well as this country? Elaborate on that, if you would. I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about the entire planet and everybody in it. So I'm talking about everything here because Pluto now has moved into a critical degree of Capricorn. Capricorn is the earth. It is the earth mother. It is is money. It is finance. It is enterprise. It is banking. It is your home and, and what you value. It is the very construct of society. So Pluto has moved into that for, for the Earth, uh, but it has also moved into that specifically in our country, the United States of America, when we were born, what was that, 244 years ago? Uh, Pluto is now back in the place it was when we were born. It's called a, a, um, a, a planetary... Uh, return. Mm-hmm. So Pluto has returned to where it was when we were born. As a country, when you say we were born, you're talking about the country. I see. Uh, this doesn't happen to people because the orb of Pluto is too long. Um, you know, it's like a 244 year orb. So people don't live that long. 
but it can happen to countries. It will happen to our country. It is happening now. So between 2020, which is now, and 2024, which is four years from now, we are, we, the United States of America, is in the middle of a Pluto return. Anything and everything that is hidden will come to the surface. Mm. Don't you love it? Mm. Mm, Uh, We talked about before. Absolutely. (laughs) Pluto will clean house. Uh, In symbology, in astrological symbology, Pluto is the sign of the saint or the sinner. It, it, uh, um, It is the ruler, if you will. Uh, the sign of Scorpio. So anything really great or really awful is coming to the surface. The good is coming to the surface. The bad is coming to the surface. We're getting it all. Dichotomy. That's what I call the dichotomy and precipice of change. The dichotomy at the precipice of change. There's no middle anymore. Hmm. The middle is gone. So the middle of America is gone. So we've got the high and we've got the low. What we um, what we want to do as people is bring it together. We're not going to do it in four years. What we're going to be able to do is hash and rehash and figure out how how we can do that, how we can bring it together, how we can correct past mistakes and, 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 and bring together the kind of country we always have wanted, we want now that, you know, that light on the hill, if you will, that beacon we want America to be that. It has never, it has never fully been there. Hmm. We thought it was, but it's not, it's never fully been there. Right. It's, it's like what happened in, in Greenwood, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the first time ever the United States as a c- country went in with troops and machinery and vehicles and destroyed um, an African-American conclave of doctors and lawyers and, and educated people who had a wonderful functioning economy. Mm-hmm. That's the first time ever. Right. I, the United States has has um, destroyed right. one of its own. So, so this kind of stuff is is coming up. But you see, it's coming up in everybody's life. Yeah, but it's also coming up. I, I have to bridge over to because you know we reached the planet, and because of what initially happened in March, that reached the planet. We were talking. We're talking about a global pandemic. Yeah. Going back to this Pluto return, or, or, or the the fact that we're in this this stage, 
and this planet and this conjunction, which was centered in Uluru, the archetypal conjunction aspect was centered in Uluru where I was in Australia at the time. There's got to be effects for the entire planet, not just our country. So talk about that. Speak to some of the people that are living in Australia, living in the UK, living, uh, you know, in other parts of the world. It doesn't matter where you are. But how I want you to talk, I want you to speak to how it will affect them rather than just our country. What will they be going through? Anything hidden surfaces. So anything in any country that is hidden surfaces. Look what's surfacing now in China with Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Anything hidden will surface. Look what's happening in Russia. Look what's happening in Afghanistan. It doesn't matter where you live. All the the evil is going to surface. Everything that is out of balance is, is going to surface. And it's going to be there for at least four years. At least four years. Um, the, the main year is 2022. So, uh, so the, that's the one um, we're going to pay attention to the most that year. Uh, but it's the full four-year span. You know what's what's interesting when you talk about that four year span, I've heard 2024 being an integral uh, step or conclusion in some cases to what we're seeing now. And what I find interesting, maybe you can speak to this PMH, is that let's talk eclipse for a moment. Again, an area that's not my bailiwick, but I find it fascinating. We had an, an eclipse on the summer solstice, interestingly, June 21st, just a couple short weeks ago. And my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is that the next major, major eclipse, solar eclipse, I believe, is in 2024. Is that an accident? How no, how no. do you bridge all? Talk about that. Well, it's it started, you know, 2020, ends 2024. Once we move past 2024. We begin then to taste real Aquarian energies. Ah, there we go. The Aquarian age. People want to hear about that. What do you see there, well, Miss PMH? It doesn't start then, <laughs> but we begin to feel real Aquarian energies. People have been saying this for years, you know, decades. You know, the age of Aquarius is here. Well, no, it wasn't. We got little hints and feelings and ideas of Aquarius. We got to feel a little bit of it, but we're not, we're not, we're not going to really get a sense of Aquarius until after 2024, um, because mm-hmm. that's when Pluto moves in. It's not until the movement of Pluto that we we have the opportunity then to uh, to to, um, to get that sense or feeling that gut feeling of what Aquarius really is. Um, and what is we, it? How would you describe what Aquarius really is? Uh, well, I'm not sure. I really like it because I'm an Earth sign. <laughs> <laughs> Aquarius is an air sign. Um, 
But generally speaking, how is it viewed? Aquari- the age of Aquarius. Yeah. Well, certainly the age of Aquarius. Um, everyone is more equal. The laws are more equal. Um, we begin to function then as a society that operates according to true values that are not based on somebody's wealth or somebody's religion, but uh, what is based on what is right for the highest good of all concerned. So, so we look at that and, and we get all dreamy-eyed and we think, oh, you know, finally, we, we, we get something that's more truly religious or truly spiritual. You know, this is what we really want and pray for, but we're really not going to get it until about 2132 or 2133 <laughs> with the 33rd passage of Halley's Comet. So we get a taste of it after 2024. Mm-hmm. That's a new if, age, ushering in a new age. Yeah, We get a taste of it. Mm-hmm. So Pluto's job right now is to clean house so that we can get that fresh, fresh air of what uh, uh, um, a true, true values and true meanings can be. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're, we've got to go through the crap first before we, you know, we get to real light. I get that. I absolutely get that. The foundation is so wobbly. I, I, I was just saying on a show the other day, you cannot build a new structure on an unstable, unstable foundation. So that's clear. I mean, the, all of these things really, to me, show up in nature, show up in uh, history, show up in cycles. Let me ask you this, because we only have a few minutes left, PMH, and there's always so much to cover with you. But I really want to hit the points I wanted to take off on what we left off in January when we were in this old world. Some people are taking offense to uh, are using the term new world. And I understand where you're coming from there. Nothing is new under the sun. But here's what I want to ask you. A lot of those that watch the show and shows like this are very interested in individual evolution. And when I say evolution, I don't mean this in a vacuum. I'm talking about our our abilities using ESP. I'm talking about things like telepathy and really being able to turn on that which I feel has been atrophied for millennia, our own internal Wi-Fi, forgive the cliche, do you see any of that becoming more of a reality? Things like teleportation. Let's let's go. Let's take it all the way. We're we're talking about still very three D things, but there's another thing I feel that's uh, on a trajectory that will be accompanying this, even if we just get a taste of it. What are your thoughts on that? Will we evolve from that perspective? Are we moving in that direction? That is an example of what I just gave you of our duct tragedy is it is an example of 
how do I put this in words? It's, uh, um, of behavior under Aquarian energies. Where I was able to handle that in a way that honored myself, honored the situation, and cleaned up the mess. Think about that. This is what we're going through right now. How do you best honor yourself, your life, your world, your family, and still clean up the mess and walk forward? The way you do it always is you honor yourself. You are a God. Mm -hmm. In the Christian Bible, it says, ye are gods in mm -hmm. the making. That's right. Live it. Be it. You are God in the making. Honor that God that you are. A little G. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are gods in the making. Honor who you are. Then honor where you are. I'm in the middle of a mess. How do I handle it? By hurting somebody else? Right. Retaliation. That's gone. Right. Mm -hmm. I honored myself. Then I ate a calm, wonderful lunch. Then I decided, how do I handle this? Mm -hmm. I get that. I, I became an Amazon, literally. Mm -hmm. Not dreamy. <laughs> muscles. I became an Amazon. I cleaned three floors. So, so I want to ask you a question. You, you emphasize this, and I, I, I think I'm getting what you're saying. What you're saying is under normal circumstances, maybe the old PMH wouldn't have even had the physical might to do that, but you were able to shapeshift when you say I became. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to cut to the chase here because we're going to run out of time. So I think what you're saying, when I ask the question, are we going to become more psychic? Are we going to become more intuitive? You're saying that that, that is an example. What you're, you're giving is I can Forget transmute. Stuff. Hmm? Forget this psychic stuff. Well, I don't want to. Okay. You are. That's who you are. You are a god in the making. I get that. I'm just using a term. That's everything. <laughs> That's all and everything. Hmm. How do you handle that in a positive, constructive, prayerful, joyful little way? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get that. Honor that by becoming that. That includes everything else. You know, forget about the psychic skills. Well, I you don't know. Are, I don't know about that. I'm gonna. Are, yeah. Well, it. You are that. Live I, it. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, PMH. I'm using it as a term. We use language to describe a certain feature. I understand what you're saying, but we haven't used it. Back to center. I'm going to always bring you back to center. And the center is your heart. The center is love. The center is God. 
you are a God in the making, act like it. Be it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's who you are. There you are, folks. You are God's in the making. You are the guru. I get it. You know, language can be both a, a helper and a hinderer. And sometimes I loathe language because it can be. <laughs> That's why I gave you an example. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do like to talk about the nuts and bolts of what we consider to be psychic ability because it's been atrophied for so long. You're saying we are it, but we haven't acted like it. <laughs> so so by doing so, I we get that. So by you giving that very lucid illustration, it's subtle but profound. We have the ability. You were you became the god of PMH and making the right decision, knowing that you know how to transmute that energy and you you did so. So this is a great time to do to practice that, folks. I became the god of the moment. Mm-hmm. The god of the moment. I wasn't one day at a time. Yeah. I was the god of the moment. Beautiful. I will always bring you back to who you are and where you are. The moment. Mm-hmm. There it is. Well, this is the time folks to they say live in the moment we've heard I've never heard so many cliches applicable that are applicable to what we're going through right now but I think they're more than cliche I think we absolutely have to do that my mantra has been one day at a time I know yours is be here now I didn't forget that (laughs) be here now people all right PMH tell us very quickly Ram Dass Dass, that's right tell us very quickly what's coming up for you next we got about two minutes what's happening with PMH now this week I begin the research on my next book Yay. and that book is where I tear apart and re-examine my life my death my research sounds deep but everything you do is deep by the way PMH Atwater one of the most articulate, irreverent, brilliant authors I have ever had the pleasure of knowing. Thank you for all you do. I'm going to list a few of your books. I can, I can name a few right now. Fu- Future Memory, I have to say, is I believe that's the first book I read of yours many years ago. Oh, my God. D- that's elaborate. It's not a book. <laughs> right? Exactly. Didn't you do a um, near-death experience for dummies book? I almost, I thought for idiots. For idiots, for dummies, for idiots. Okay, excuse me. (laughs) I've done 18 of them there. I know. Well, I know. I know that. Website www.pmhatwater.com. Okay. And and get get my free free monthly newsletter absolutely it comes out today or tomorrow um it's coming out pretty soon one of the best out there folks all right pmh listen thank you as always for your wisdom and your energy it's infectious i hope you all uh, enjoyed this and i hope you will go back because again if you subscribe well you know what to do like the video subscribe do all that good stuff and go back take advantage go back and listen and watch these wonderful conversations with people like PMA Chatwater. What can I say? Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much. Don't hang up. 
you stay right there. I'm going to say goodbye to the journeyers. Oh, and don't forget, Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Conscious Commentary Live. Got so much going on. Join me at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We were working on uh, tweaking the time. The journeyers that were on with me the last time said 3 p.m. Eastern sounds pretty good. But let's see. So I'm giving you a heads up. We will see you Friday at 3 p.m. We'll be talking. We might drop in a couple of points on this conversation and more. So we'll see you there. Love you, PMH. Don't hang up. Love you, journeyers. And I'll see you in a few short days. Bye. (laughs) Take care now.